So you've got to know your history. You've got to know your history. You have to understand what your hobbies are and what your habits are, because then you know who you are. And then when you go out to meet other people, you can recognize similar history, similar hobbies, similar habits, or you can go, Ooh, actually that habit and my habit, they don't go together. They're like oil and water. So it's like, you can actually connect with people on a much better level when you know your history, your hobbies, your habits. And that might take some time of you actually going, what do I do all day? What do I like to do? Welcome to the Be It Till You See It podcast, where we talk about taking messy action, knowing that perfect is boring. I'm Leslie Logan, Pilates instructor and fitness business coach. I've trained thousands of people around the world, and the number one thing I see stopping people from achieving anything is self-doubt. My friends, action brings clarity, and it's the antidote to fear. Each week, my guests will bring bold, executable, intrinsic, and targeted steps that you can use to put yourself first and be it till you see it. It's a practice, not a perfect. Let's get started. Welcome back to the Be It Till You See It interview recap where my co-host in life, Brad and I are going to have a meet. We're going to dig into the meaningful combo I had with Coach Lee Hopkins in our last episode. If you haven't yet listened to that interview, go back, listen to it. There's full surprises, full of like just some really amazing vulnerable, like he he shared such amazing vulnerable moments that I think we all can relate to no matter who you are or what yeah. you do in this world. I mean, we, we traveled a course of their life and I, um, I'm just, I, I, I could have kept going. It was a little hard. Like, I think we got to stop now. It's been- <laughs> it was, it was a really, um, well, meaningful combo, but I, I loved that all the different actual like specifics of action items that coach Lee had to share. I I really enjoyed the conversation. It was, it was amazing. Um, so yesterday we had this amazing free webinar over at Profitable Pilates. First of all, a lot of people either overpaying for scheduling tools. So at least you have something, but it's too much. It's not working for them. And so, you know, and most of them don't even know how to get their clients to use it. And they're afraid of losing their clients for making them use it. And then a ton of people don't think they're tech savvy enough or don't think their business is in air quotes, big enough to have a scheduling tool. Sure. And so I just had a really fun time, like explaining to people all the reasons why you need to have a scheduling tool, what you need to do to search for one, to make sure you pick one that works for you. And then also why mine's amazing. (laughs) So you can, um, get all of that for free. If you go to profitapplies.com slash answer and whether or not you use my scheduling tool is fine. Like Look, we can't be all things to all people. Mine is freaking awesome. It has contracts, by the way. I'm going to save you a ton of money. But I really, I'm on a mission to help more bodies doing Pilates. And if you don't have all the clients that you want to teach on this planet, you're you're not helping me with my mission. So I got to help you teach all the people you want to teach. And it's not enough for your schedule to be full. I also want you to have a freaking life. I want you to have balance. I want you to have time away from your business. And I want you to have clients that respect you. So you need a school, you need a tool. So go to profitwise.com slash answer. Cause that's what I did yesterday. And you can watch the replay. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, I love digging into this topic because we've been coaching people for years and we've coached literally more than a thousand business owners now. And two things come up consistently. One is people are afraid to pay for tools of any kind, just any kind. I mean, literally 
fucking credit card transactions. That one blows my mind. It is normal cost of doing business, period. There's no question. You will pay a credit card transaction fee and somewhere. Also, that's not new. This is decades old. Yeah. It's a write-off. Pay the transaction fee. Build it into it's your cost. Literally, as it you can give. So if you charge a dollar, but you only get 97 cents, which is the way it works, that three percent, that three cents, you actually still charged. So on your your taxes, that is considered a banking fee that you had to pay. And it's a write-off. Yeah. So don't be afraid of credit card transactions. Okay. That's I didn't even I didn't even and it didn't even intend to go down a rant. The second thing is people don't look at themselves as if they are uh, quote enough a big enough business or a legitimate business enough to warrant a tool like this. And these two myths, one that you aren't big enough to pay for a tool and two that you're not big enough to even use a tool. I they're myths. They're myths because you can make your life easier and have a more, a smoother functioning business experience when you have tools that will support you doing those things. Imagine being a graphic designer who never bought Photoshop. That's the dumbest thing, right? Of course you have Photoshop if you're a graphic designer. It is a given. Imagine being a musician, but you didn't buy a keyboard. How are you gonna do that? You have to buy the tools you have to have the tools to be able to function in the art that you're doing, right? In the same way, you are running a business as a fitness business owner. And so you, there's no reason you shouldn't also have the tools. And by the way, you can have the tools and people can pay cash and it's the same price. You can just charge them the same price. So when yeah. they go, what if I pay cash? Yep. That's the price. I still have to run it through the government. The government still has to know how many dollars I took in. Yep. So you need a scheduling tool. Yeah. You you need one. I don't care if you teach five <laughs> hours a week. You deserve to teach five hours a week, but not spend five hours additional a week to do the banking and the scheduling and the rescheduling the and rescheduling the admin and the and the texting of your clients and then yeah. oh the one client likes to email you instead. You know, I mean it, <laughs> right. And it's so there's there's uh, all of that admin time. It it actually it's not even that it takes a lot of time because that's this that's another story we tell ourselves. It's like, oh, it's not that big a deal. I can deal with it, right? But it's not even about the fact that you sit down and you have to text them back or the fact that you have to email them back. It's about that mental checklist that you are building in your head that I have to do these things and that actually wears on you. It creates stress over time that you don't even realize is happening. Imagine if all that stuff was consolidated into one spot and you didn't have to in your mind remember, oh, I got to text uh, so-and-so over here. I got to email so-and-so over there. I got to call this person. Like, oh, and they're like, you don't have to do and that. Then, and also like, oh, a time opened up. I got to tell this person that time opened up. No, right. they can put themselves on a wait list yeah. for the time that they want. If you have a scheduling tool like yeah. ours that lets you do it. Yeah. I'm just saying, I, I almost went down to like, I was about to give an example. I'm going to do it anyways. We use a, a project management tool. And they're expensive when you find one to use. Like you can use them for free when you're a loner, but when you start to add people to your team, they always charge you. Yep. So, and it's like, you can justify like, oh, I don't want to spend this X amount of dollars because I could just tell my assistant to do the thing. Yeah, but if every single week you do something and then your assistant does something, the amount of time you spend times that by 52 weeks. Yeah. 
Now you're talking hours. And, and what if, if you have more than one person on your team? Right? Yeah. Like, you know, it, it, it becomes this compounding effect and it's the same thing. And also you're going to forget so. because you're not perfect and that's okay. Cause perfect is fucking boring. Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> we'll talk about scheduling tools on another okay, day. Where do they find that webinar? Oh, you go to profitableplotties.com, profitableplotties.com slash answer profitablepilates.com slash answer and you can watch that replay. It was a great time. Um, one of the super quick announcements and then we'll get going here um, is uh, uh, we really need your input uh, for this podcast. So uh, uh, we really value you know you sharing with us how your experience um, if you've loved the episodes uh, you know and and if you think that there's other things we could be doing that'll make it even more valuable for us. We're really interested in your feedback. So go to beitpod.com slash tell me, beitpod.com slash tell me, and uh, uh, share with us uh, your feedback about this podcast so far. This is uh, episode 126, and uh, we we could make completely sweeping changes, but before we do anything like that, we would love to have you share yeah. your thoughts. Yeah, so I can't wait to hear what you have to say. Okay, our audience question this week is It's like a little Cardi B version. I never traveled internationally. How hard is it to get to Cambodia? So this is really fun because um, this is a response I got to um, us going to Cambodia. And I, first of all, I'm so loving that someone is like, I've never traveled internationally. Like, how do I get there? I love that for you because everyone should do this. Everyone should travel internationally. And ladies, every single one of you needs to do a trip alone. And that trip alone could be with me. Um, Cause at least you're doing the full, like, you, like you're traveling. You're not like relying on waiting for a partner to go with you or something like that. Like you're like, take your sign yourself up for an adventure. You learn so much about yourself when you do that. Yeah. Um, so how hard is it to get there? Well, first of all, I don't know where you live. So that's a little tricky, but it's not that hard. Yeah, it's not even, I think that the thing that's daunting about it is the idea that you'll be on a plane for, you know, 11 hours or something. And I think that in, I remember, I'm thinking back to the very first time we drove, we drove, we drove across the Pacific. (laughs) Uh, We flew to uh, Asia from Los Angeles. And I remember thinking like, holy cow, I don't know what it's going to be like. I'm not sure that I'm, I'm like ready to, uh, to be on a plane for, you know, 12 hours at a shot. And uh, in my head, I was telling myself, I'm in the backseat of my parents' minivan, you know, and I'm 13 years old and my sister and my brother are there and we have nowhere to go. There's one bucket seat and like we're banging elbows with each other for the entire ride. That's like the, that's like what was going through my mind, right? But in reality, uh, if you've never flown internationally before, the planes are bigger than domestic planes. Oh my God, it's so amazing. I hate flying domestic. Like I hate it. Even in Europe, when you go from one country to another country and that's sort of technically international, but you're in the EU, those flights suck too. International yeah, flights small. are better. Anytime the flight has to cross the ocean, it is the best. You will love it. And also they get movies that are in the theater. They like, like they get movies that are still in the theater. They get the best movies and they serve you too much food. So how difficult is it to get to Cambodia? Look, you will need a visa. If you've never done something like that, you'll need a visa and a passport. So if you need a passport, um, but the hard, and it being, it's not hard at all. 
Y'all, if you hear dog stuff going on, these are not our dogs. And so I just, we're going to leave it in because I got to keep going. But, um, the, the, I assume the time zone of where we're going. So if it's 8am there, I literally won't go to bed. Brad does. I like, I stay up. I'm like, it's a breakfast time. I'm, I'm going to have, I'll have coffee right now. And like, what I do is I sleep on the plane. Like if, if it's, uh, I'll try to assume the time zone on the plane still. So uh, <laughs> that way I can sleep for six hours before we get off the plane at 8 a.m. Yeah. And then I'm not like dead tired. But my point is on that first leg, I assume it from that point on. And so, yes, that might mean that I'm like a little like blurry eyed and like watching a lot of movies. But then when it's like nighttime there, I sleep on the plane at that time so that when we wake, when we land, it's like, hey, I've been in this time for this whole time. And so. I think we build up the international travel to be more than it is. It is like dealing. It's mostly like sitting on a long bus with great movies and then standing yeah, in line. Yeah, great movies and they, they serve you food and then and there are drinks. And like, then you on. stand in a weird line and people stamp a couple of things and then you're there and then you're there. So come. It's not that hard to get to Cambodia. It's not that hard to do international travel. It just feels weird the first time and then you get really used to it. And then any flight under 12 hours feels like a breeze. Yeah. Okay. If you actually want to join us, you can uh, just go to lesslielogan.co slash retreat. It's here. OPC Summer Camp. You know, that thing we started last year? Well, we're doing it again this year and we're making it bigger and better than ever because we have teachers from all over the world, which means all day long you can nerd out with me at Camp Zoom from the comfort of your own home in your favorite Pilates workout outfit without having to get bugs or dirt or weird camp food that's like some weird slot. No, you can have the amazing food from your own home. You can be whatever clothes you want to be in and you can join us all day long for whatever workouts and workshops you sign up for. In fact, you can even do a whole day pass and save the most money. In fact, up to 56% off if you buy the day pass. So go to opc.me slash events to see the full schedule and lineup of events. If you only have access to a mat, we've got plenty of stuff for you. We've got reformer. We've got some happy hip reformer with you. We've got so many amazing things. You can go to opc.me slash events to see the whole schedule, all 14 teachers and all the goodness that's going to happen at Camp Zoom. And I'm your camp director. Woo! Okay, now let's talk about Coach Lee Hopkins. Uh... (laughs) As a man who spent his entire life seeking connection and friendships, Coach Lee has made it his life's mission to help people feel more in tune with themselves so that they can connect easier with others. He leans on his experience as a trans man uh, to help people change past patterns to live their truth and form meaningful relationships. Yeah, I really, I really had a, a lot of fun, as we said earlier in this episode. I had so much fun. I, Coach Lee, I hope that like we get to meet in real life. I hope we get to be friends. Yeah. I hope it's not our last time having a conversation. It was just so fun to hear their journey. Um, so one thing I loved that they said was how you allow rejection to grow you. So basically, like there's a lot of rejection in Coach Lee's life, like yeah, abundance amount of rejection, but. Instead of letting that like just live a lonely life of rejection, they actually figured out, he figured out like, what is this saying and where am I going and what am I learning from this? And it actually helped him grow. And now he's doing this whole thing as a coach where he's really using that rejection to change the trajectory of their path. And it's really, really cool. If you didn't listen to that part, you must listen to that part because it's so good. It's just the best. So we've talked about Rejection Proof, the book before. Um, who's by the way, the update on that author being on the pod, I got rejected, but it's not, it's not, it's not a net, it's not a never, it's just not right now. Anyways, 
I really, if you have a fear of rejection, I want you to do a rejection challenge. Brad actually has a course on 200 no's if you need help with that, but you're going to be rejected more than you're not period. So the more you can actually use rejection to help you grow towards who you want to become in this world, the better. And I think coach Lee is an example of that. So I love that part. Yeah, really. Um, it's very much a part of life, right? Rejection. We all know this. Um, and his story uh, was not just that he was being rejected, but he figured out why he was being rejected, which leads to uh, what I really liked about what he said is that hiding your truth will keep you stagnant. And he was very much being rejected because he was hiding his identity, uh, hiding who he was as a trans man. I really connected with that because I remember when I was going through my divorce for the better part of a year, I didn't tell anyone. I didn't tell anybody. Like it took me a long time to even tell my closest friends who knew something was clearly wrong. And they're like, what the hell, man? Like, (laughs) you're not you right now. What's going on? You know, and I was I was unwilling to share. Uh, I was hiding this. And after I shared with them, they uh, were very supportive and encouraging, but I still hid it from anyone else. I didn't tell anyone, my colleagues. I didn't tell, you know, I, I certainly wouldn't talk about it to, you know, random people when I was walking around doing whatever. Um, I would just avoid that. And the reality is it was exacerbating this guilt that I had hiding, uh, when I was hiding this, uh, you know, what was happening to me, I was actually like, in my mind, I was making it more of a monster than it actually even was. And I think that we we do that to ourselves without realizing it. You know, yeah. as you yeah. uh, begin to uh, embrace the reality of these, you know, of, of who you are and what's happening in your life, whether that is, you know, you actually being, becoming yourself, your true self, like Coach Lee has, or in my case, hiding, um, you know, hiding something that was so profound in my life, like getting a divorce from someone who was part of everything that I was doing in life, it will affect you when you hide that stuff. But then you, when you start to uh, embrace it and work through that in your own head, it changes the story that you're telling yourself. It changes the story that you're telling others. It changes the way others perceive you. Instead of going, something's wrong with Brad. They, they can instead go like, cause even if they don't know me and they don't know they they're going to pick up on something. Something yeah. is weird. People are going to, people, people know. And also they, people want to help you. Coach well, and, and I'm not being genuine either. No, but you know, when and, I'm and hiding and something exactly. Like and that. that's going to make people go, what's going on there. But also coach Lee's friend is like, trying to give actual advice to make them feel better about their situation. But because they don't know the full story, the advice probably was fucking great advice, but because Coach Lee's like, you don't actually know the whole story. Coach Lee's not even accepting the advice. So even if people right. are trying to be there for you, you're like, you don't know everything. So like it's, it actually is keeping you from having real genuine relationships and also being exactly who you are. Like you're, it's, it's just, it's affecting too many more par- compartments in your life rather than like, just, you think it's all about you hiding something from other people, but and protecting yourself, but really it's, it's causing you to be protected from any experience of genuine around you. Yeah. I mean, specifically uh, building relationships, which is what he focuses on, you know, uh, when, when it became clear that by being honest and open about who he is, then 
he had a much different experience uh, building relationships with people. And I think the same thing was like that for me too, with, with uh, when I started to openly, um, when I stopped hiding the fact that I was getting a divorce, I felt immeasurably better as a person because I didn't have this, you know, dark thing in the closet that was like eating me from the inside. You know, instead, I didn't need to talk about it. I didn't, I wasn't trying to air my dirty laundry. That's not what I mean. But the fact that I was always hiding and strategically maneuvering a conversation to avoid that specific topic, you know, like I didn't have to do that anymore. Yeah. And that was like such a relief. And I think that it came across so much in my personality and my, you know, again, being genuine and, and it, it allowed things to be easier and, you know, yeah. Yeah. Just better. And by the way, we're by, we're in just like, and that's your your version of hiding truth that's keeping you stagnant. We're not relating your hiding your truth to anything that Coach Lee's hiding was. So just in case anyone's like, divorce is not the same as coming out as trans. We understand. Yeah, <laughs> we yeah. understand. Uh, we're, but uh, but I really think it's important that we. I don't share. even think. Yeah, I'm not trying to compare apples to apples. There, my point is, if you're hiding something, you know, yeah. and that and that I think is, you know, it could be anything. You know, it could could be anything. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, I agree. I concur. I concur. <laughs> All right, loves. It's super important to me that supplements I take are of the highest quality. And that's why for three years, I've been drinking AG1. Unlike many supplement brands, AG1 is constantly searching for how to do things better. At 52 iterations of their formula and counting, their team is always trying to find better ways to source, test, and aim to find the best quality ingredients available. I love this so much, guys, because so many people think I have to get it right the first time, and they have done 52 different iterations. I freaking love that. So many people have asked me if AG1 is actually the real deal. I really do drink it, and trust me, there's a reason why I've been drinking it for so long. Quality for AG1 isn't just a buzzword. It's a commitment backed by expert-led scientific research, high-quality ingredients, industry-leading manufacturing, and rigorous testing. At each step of the process, AG1 goes above and beyond industry standards. I know I can trust what's in every scoop of AG1 because it's tested for 950 contaminants and banned substances while the industry standard typically only tests for 10. Holy moly. I know that like I'm a recovering overachiever over here, but I'm super glad AG1 isn't. Okay, so taking care of my health shouldn't be complicated and AG1 simplifies this by replacing multiple health supplements like multivitamins, digestive aids, immune support, and more in just one simple scoop. It's literally just one scoop. It's one scoop in one bottle of water. It's amazing. AG1's ingredients are heavily researched for efficacy and quality, and I love that every scoop also includes prebiotics, probiotics, and digestive enzymes for gut support. Y'all know I've had gut stuff, so that's why I've been doing it for so long. I've partnered with AG1 for so long because they make such a high quality product that I genuinely look forward to drinking every day. So if you want to replace your multivitamin and more, start with AG1. Try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D3 and K2 and five free AG1 travel packs with your first subscription at drinkag1.com slash be it. That's drinkag1.com slash B-E-I-T. Check it out. All right. Finally, let's talk about those be it action items. What bold, executable, intrinsic, or targeted action items can we take away from your combo with Coach Lee Hopkins? You want to jump in? I would love to jump in. How did you know I was going to jump in? I know. <laughs> uh, all right. So I kind of was just talking about not hiding things, but I also think that on the flip side of that is be you, be yourself, right? 
But in order for you to be yourself, which I think is, is like a nice thing to say, I always, and I've asked it before on this pod, how the hell do you do that? What does that even mean? I know. Like, well, you know, so, so you like, actually- be yourself. And it's like, okay. Be yourself. Woo, go you, you know? And it's like, okay, I don't know how to do that. I, I, don't, even, I don't even know who I am. And yeah. that I think is the root of it. And so in order for you to be yourself, uh, you have to learn about you. Mm-hmm. And that goes into like what I freaking loved because like we've had in the beginning of the pod, people go learn about yourself, get to know yourself. It's like, how the fuck do you do that? Like, what do you do? And I couldn't believe how Coach Lee put this just together with a nice little bow. It is called History, Hobbies, and Habits. Mm. So you've got to know your history. You've got to know your history. You have to understand what your hobbies are and what your habits are, because then you know who you are. And then when you go out to meet other people, you can recognize similar history, similar hobbies, similar habits, or you can go, Ooh, actually that habit and my habit, they don't go together. They're like oil and water. So it's like, you can actually connect with people on a much better level when you know your history, your hobbies, and your habits. And that might take some time of you actually going, what do I do all day? What do I like to do? And you know, if you listen to this podcast, I'm on a hobby hunt. I'm still on it. I'm still, still on this hobby hunt. Well, one of the things that I wanted to just take it back to learning about yourself um, and, and, I, and the history, hobbies and habits is a great thing to just write all that stuff out, but, uh, so that you can see it and, and it will allow you, obviously, um, Leslie and I talked about our dating story where we, we took a, a test called strengths finders. Um, and that was incredibly revealing, um, as I previously shared, but it actually helped me define me. Mm-hmm. And that was like, that, that was the first time I really ever done that other than me saying I'm a musician. Cause that was how I personally define myself, but I didn't know I didn't know me very well. And what Strengths Finders did was it gave me the tools. Uh, it gave me the language to describe myself in a way that I connected with finally and went, oh yeah, I'm really good at these things. you know. And then another thing that I've uh, been thinking about a lot, and I was talking about this just the other day, is we live in the attention economy. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you know, we think that dollars is where the, uh, that's the economy. Well, online, it's all about attention, eyeballs, earballs, you know, like listening, watching, typing, participating, and it's all about attention. And what I've noticed about myself is that I've been so infatuated with the idea of consuming information and learning and, you know, like whether it's a podcast or an audiobook or, um, watching TV or, you know, I'm missing another Netflix show of which there's eight gazillion, how are you ever going to watch them all? What I realized is that I actually, I never leave time for me to be alone with me. And I've been thinking about this because I remember back in, maybe not in middle school, um, in middle school, I was like a dark brooding teenager and, uh, you know, the world hates me. But in high school, I actually used to uh, revel in being peculiar. It was very much part of my the way I saw myself. But part of what I would do is I would disappear. I would just like, I would be unavailable to anyone for like an hour. And what I would do is I would go on a walk and I would just sit down like under a tree somewhere and I would just be under the tree. And I, I remember that I used to do this all the time, you know, and I used to write in a journal and I used to think and reflect. Sometimes I'd pull out my homework or read a book 
but I would, I would set aside time for me and I don't do that anymore, you know, and because I'm always listening to a podcast or, you know, the news or, or whatever. So when you're looking back at yourself and you're learning about yourself, you actually have to dedicate time to get to know you and to identify who you are. And it might take more than an afternoon of writing down your history, hobbies, and habits. It might take a couple of weeks reflecting on the history you wrote down and why you wrote those parts down and the hobbies and like, why do you like these hobbies? Like, do you still do these hobbies and the habits and like, which of those habits do you love and which of those habits do you want to change and which habits do you aspire to have? And so, you know, it's like, it's going to take you it's a, a journey. Bit. It's going to take you longer than after this episode. Like you're just, it just, and, and it's, <laughs> which a, is okay. And that's okay. In fact, like being until you see it, isn't like you turn a light switch on and like, boom, you're it. You did it. <laughs> it's like, it's like you just, you, there's, you just keep going. You just keep going. So how are you going to use these tips in your life? Tag, uh, the be a pod tag coach Lee, let us know. I know it'll make his day to see what your takeaways were from his podcast. Actually, uh, Michael and Broken sent me a DM that one of you listeners sent to him because you listened to this podcast and how this podcast affected somebody in your life. And so, yeah, share it with someone. It could change their life. And it's important that we do that for people because maybe they don't come across these things and they need them in their life to go over how to get to know themselves. So tag us the Be It Pod and Coach Lee and let us know. And until next time, be it till you see it. Bye for now. episode of the be it till you see it podcast one thing that would help both myself and future listeners is for you to rate the show and leave a review and follow or subscribe for free wherever you listen to your podcast also make sure to introduce yourself over at the be it pod on instagram i would love to know more about you share this episode with whoever you think needs to hear it help us and others be it till you see it have an awesome day Be It Till You See It is a production of As The Crows Fly Media. It's written, produced, filmed, and recorded by your host, Leslie Logan, and me, Brad Kroll. Our associate producer is Amanda Fratarelli. Kevin Perez at Desenio handles all of our audio editing. Our theme music is by Ali at Apex Production Music. And our branding by designer and artist, Gianfranco Chofi. Special thanks to our designer, Jaira Mandal, for creating all of our visuals, which you can't see because this is a podcast, and our digital producer, Jay Pedroso, for editing all the video each week that you can. And to Angelina Herrico for transcribing each of our episodes so you can find them on our website. And finally, to Meredith Kroll for keeping us all on point and on time. Hey loves, it's me, Leslie, and I am excited to talk about socks because 
we need to talk about socks all the time because I love being barefoot. I am not a fan of shoes. You'll rarely see me in shoes. Even when I have people at my house and they're in shoes, I am barefoot or I'm in my toe socks and Tavi Active socks. And the reason is that I've got tile floors and um, they're not so nice to my feet. So I do love a cute sock. And I also only use their socks when I am doing Pilates. I love that they have an amazing sticky gripness to them. It also, when I'm teaching in other people's studios, having those socks on keeps me from slipping around in a studio and really allows me to root where I'm planted. Plus, they're freaking cute. Have you seen toe socks and Tavi's socks? I mean, my goodness, they are the cutest styles all the time. The Barbie socks, I can't get enough of. I think I need to buy three pairs. So here's the deal. I want you to get yourself a pair of toe socks or Tavi Active socks, and you can go to beatpod.com slash toe socks. That's going to take you over to toe socks. Feel free to explore Tavi, and you can use my discount code, Leslie, that's L-E-S-L-E-Y, to make sure you save some money on your socks, because the reality is, is you should just get the most amazing, cutest socks and also save some money because you listen to this podcast. So make sure you check those out the next time you are looking for some socks to wear in Pilates, yoga, bar, or around your house like I do. At Highland, we're all about celebrating little wins and little ways to innovate digital processes. There's no customer pain point too small for us to help with. Maybe that's why more than half of the Fortune 100 looks to Highland to connect their content and data, improve processes, and turn little efficiencies into big wins for their customers and clients. Highland, intelligent content solutions for innovators everywhere at highland.com.